0: the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? Can you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command, verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches? Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats, wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, cinnamon toast crunch, Murray Wilson, seasons 2 through 8 of The Simpsons, on villains. Then friends, lovers, palindromes have weak got the show for you. It's Calling B.S. with Brandon and Scott. Your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest, meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and B.S. I love you. Dueling Genre To Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one MRA-ish minute at a time. (laughs) I'm Scott Corelli.
1: I'm Zach Luna.
0: (laughs) And I'm Melinda
2: Catherine Gross. Welcome back, Melinda. Yay, thank you guys for having me back. I'm glad I wasn't too crummy last time. (laughs) Oh, no, (laughs) No, of course not. Happy to
0: have you. Um, So today we're talking about Minute 90. Yes. Ooh, 90. Boy, are we? Zach, <laughs> Zach, 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 we're, we're an hour and a half into this movie. Can you, oh my
2: gosh, we're a whole yeah. movie
0: into this movie. Well,
2: congrats crazy. you guys. Yeah, How I exciting. Know.
0: We only have 30 minutes left. It's crazy. Wow. Um, so uh minute 90 starts with Harry saying, this girl is important to me and ends with uh, the goblin mask. Air quote saying, (laughs) Spider Man is all but invincible.
1: (gasps) All right, let's Um, jump into this nonsense. So Uh, we get
0: uh, we get our explanation of uh, what happened to Harry's mother.
1: um, In a way, yeah.
2: In In a way,
0: way. yeah. Yeah. In a way, Uh,
2: (laughs) in a classic comic book way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, So,
2: Um, um. yeah,
0: so the thing that the thing that I I have problems with this argument. I mean not not I don't I mean I have problems with like Norman as a character, not with oh, sure. the way that they're writing the character.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not with the
0: way not with the way they're writing the character, because I think they're writing it accurately. But like yeah. Just that argument of of like, yeah, they're they're all beautiful uh, and and then they go after your trust fund and they're not worth the problem. But like, here's the thing. He's not saying don't go after beautiful women. He's not saying like lower your standards or something. He's saying, no, they're all like they're not good enough for you because they don't look good enough. And the beautiful ones aren't good either all women are bad like
1: Whoa.
2: he's, he's oh, yeah he's a
1: monster no. he's it is a just monster.
2: full 80s guy like the grossest slimiest 80s guy yeah. oh yeah <laughs> really horrendous oh. yeah just that line of get what you need out
0: of her and broom her fast broom oh, like, her
2: fast stuck with me for years oh yeah. it was so yeah. grody it still is yeah. just re-watching. it's like it's worse than
1: if he'd used like a more traditional like uh, like curse word or something. There, it's just so yeah. slimy that, like, mm-hmm. ugh, the implication there. Ah, I mean, he credit to Defoe. He sells it very well. I really hate yes. his character right now because he's a good actor. But oh my god, ah, I hate it. I hate. Oh him. yeah, oh, yes.
2: sniffing around because they like your personality, like they're a basset yeah. hound. Oh, just the verbiage yeah. really rings at home. <laughs> oh yeah, and oh, and, yeah. and I I love Willem
0: Defoe's. I love the way that he when when he is spitting out dialogue the way that his face moves where he kind of looks like a like a, a, a ventriloquist doll like where because he because he's got what? that big jawline and it just it just like just kind of like bats up and down where like I don't know how he doesn't move his whole face when he does
2: that it's like right. yeah it's like he's that's the thin the little top. bird lips yeah yeah, yeah.
1: it's really <laughs> interesting it's wild the thing that hurts too is like, okay, so it's, it's ugly no matter what it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be ugly and, and hideous. But when they have this exchange, you know, uh, close to the elevator where he says the, you know, they're snarling after your trust fund, like a pack of wolves or whatever. Um, it's when Harry presses him with like the weakest of, uh, I like this girl. That's when, uh, when Norman really lets loose on him with the loud brimmer fashion. Ooh. And it's almost, this is so gross, but it's like, even how pitifully Harry stood up, not even a little bit for MJ, just that little, Oh, I like her. If he hadn't have said that they might've been all quiet, ugly things. And yeah. maybe we wouldn't have all heard it in the other room, but because, because Harry had that little bit there, then he just lets the floodgates open. And it's so gross. Like that,
0: this, yeah. Yeah. this exact situation, not, not this exact situation, because it wasn't my, it was my, it wasn't my dad. It was my mom. Uh-huh. But this has happened to me before. Uh-huh. Um, the uh-huh. situation of my mom being rude to my girlfriend, me taking her out on the hall and her talking aloud enough on purpose for her to hear.
1: Yeah. yeah. The extra tr- twist.
0: Yeah. Because it's, it's the yeah. idea of the parent thinks they know better. Yeah. And so they're trying to sabotage it.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah well, and it's that great turn from from parenting to villainous in many yeah. ways yeah. It's because yeah. one is one is trying to give advice the other is actively trying to be cruel yeah. to incite a response, and so right. oof. it's villainous, yeah, it's
1: yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like a s- super villain you know i mean that's almost we should get him a mask on the nose
2: (laughs) (laughs) he got a
0: mask it's at the end of like some kind of cartoon villain right now (laughs)
2: what oh my goodness i was not expecting that i was i saw (laughs) the minute um
0: Um, uh (laughs) credit to uh i think the 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 most heartbreaking part of this minute is Mm. when mj hears the do what you need to with her, then broom her fast and then leaves and you cut to her and she's just sad. And then you cut to Peter and he's like, Ooh, and then you cut back to her and Kirsten Dunst does this thing where she's listening for the defense and it doesn't oh. happen. Yeah. And she's like, she's just like, what the fuck? Like, just yeah. see it on her face. Like, I can't, I, are you kidding me? Like, really? Um, and so you totally see why she's like, I'm out of here. Like that, like, you know, thanks for, thanks for sticking up for me. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, and I just, I really like that subtle sort of facial acting that she does there. I think it's really good.
2: Oh, absolutely. She brings, I mean, like this was a girl who knew like teen drama. So friggin well coming into this role (laughs) and like, Mm -hmm. Boy, did she know how to temper it to be adult, real drama, which is something yeah. that I don't think anybody's really expecting from her in this movie. And right. she delivers, like, in a way that, again, like, we're talking about, like, Willem Dafoe and his flappy face. And don't get me wrong, it's a brilliant flappy face. But, like, yeah. she really tones it back as compared to a lot of the other roles that we got seen her in previously. And oh, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. and I think it's it's a... Just as much, if not more, I would
1: call this a more challenging thing for for me personally as an actor to do, to to do that sort of small wounded moment rather than, you know, go ahead and use your projecting and shout and be mean and whatnot. Like that's almost, you know, there's the the mechanical uh, challenge of it, but it's pretty straightforward uh, to, to execute. But what's harder yeah. to do are these little quiet, wounded vulnerability things and not have it come off like you're in a different movie than everybody else is in. Um I think we should give more praise to small moments like this because they're they're beautiful <laughs> when when they work and they're not easy to do. Yeah. Um, um I, I love slow them this. down and
2: really see them. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Oh, she's so good. She's yeah. so good. For a franchise that would later lead her down a very dark path. I sure. swear. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. was still trying not... really hard right now. She really wanted to be Mary Jane. True, and she does yeah. she is.
1: Yeah. It's not she's great (sighs) i mean it's not quite like how much my heart hurts when like willow cries on buffy but it's like in that ballpark you know that like seeing her sad really hurts in this moment yeah yeah Yeah.
0: well because she's not even it's not even that she's sad it's that she's like she's like hurt and angry yeah because she's like you're supposed to be my boyfriend like you should be sticking up for me and and then and then harry is just like feign's ignorance where he's like you heard that i'm like he was literally bellowing yeah yeah three feet away from the door the like very what, echoey hallway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's crazy oh, um man. and and it just and then we we start to see norman's influence on harry and i Oof. i like how i just really love how that's played and and yeah. Yeah. feeds into his character arc through all three films.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I
0: just, I love it so much. It's just done really well. Like when you remember the guy that he becomes by the third film, it's just like, man, like this, like yeah. Norman messed him up, like yeah. messed him up bad
2: oh yeah and it starts from such a human moment because it literally is just two people she spits back at him because quite frankly she's right yeah you know and yeah. then the response is a defense mechanism that just clicks in yeah of like no, no 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 i'm better i could be even better than what i am right now and it's yeah. just it's a really beautiful human moment between the two
1: yeah it's it's such an understandable failing of uh of people connecting there because of course, when he's pressed in this moment where he's already vulnerable uh, because of who he is and how he was brought up, he's, he's going to retreat back into that defensive position and, and lean into the grossness when he's challenged. It, mm-hmm. uh, like I, I obviously I don't like that behavior. Uh, it's, it's despicable behavior, but it um is so I can so clearly see what's happening. It's not like, gross stuff coming out of nowhere it's
2: it's earned it's
1: earned yeah and that i think that's why it lands so well and and everybody feels so shaken at the end of this sequence like it's the the worst result of a bad like a conversation at the dinner table where everybody's like kind of shaking and looking around and like well we broke something here everything is ruined
2: Uh, Mm -hmm. oh absolutely
0: the line is even worse in the script. They actually oh, no. like toned oh, it no. down because um, he actually he actually tells her uh, to to keep her goddamn mouth shut. Oh, um, in in this, which is which is why I think more so why Aunt May is like Harry Osborne. <laughs> um, she was just talking about saying grace like a second
2: ago. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, Thank but, you uh it and then it's, it's <laughs> even
0: that. it's even worse in the kept draft oh no uh, oh. because he says um you know let's see uh if i'm lucky i'll become half of what he is so you just watch your mouth you little and then mj interrupts him
1: um, oh
2: yeah oh. so
0: yeah it it It's, uh, it's, it's, it's rough. It just, and it just keeps getting rougher. Um, one line I'm glad that they cut out because it's one of those things where you get those notes where people want you to make subtext text. Yeah. Uh, and you just don't need that. Like subtext works. It's fine. Hmm. Uh, in this, as MJ's leaving, MJ says, you're acting like somebody's father. All right. Mine, oh
2: ooh yuck
0: and then, and then ooh. leaves
2: <laughs> ooh, that's just a yucky yuck, yuck, yeah. line no, yeah. no, no, thank you, no, no. no thank no. you <laughs> i'm
1: I'm sorry, but, Aunt May is a thousand times better than that, like that, yeah, that hurts yeah. in a whole other way, uh that, yeah, oh. <laughs> wow yeah no yeah. clearly that's that, what's happening under this let's
0: system. not make let's not make subtext text like right. we all understand that as soon as he starts getting verbally abusive we're like oh yeah this is like her father she's not going to be into that at all Oh yeah. um yeah. oh so,
2: yeah yeah well, it's like we, the the good ed- uh, excuse me um it's It's like the good Ibsen joke where, you know, like the first time that a uh, person ever physically leaves an actual set, of course it was a lady slamming a door. Um, (laughs) But, uh, I mean, we get that in this moment, is that rather than leaving, rather than slamming the door and fridging herself in an elevator, you know, she actually gets to slam the door and have a moment with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Absolutely.
0: Um, so there's a little bit, uh, there's actually quite a bit
2: extra that they
0: cut out between her leaving and, uh, Peter sort of having his little solo moment
1: Ooh. and, uh,
0: more. and, and mm-hmm. then, and then cutting to Norman. So in between that, what happens is she storms out of the apartment. Peter says, uh, Harry, go after her. And Harry's like, I don't think so. And Peter says, Harry, come on. And he's like, I, I, I can't. Uh, And he looks at Aunt May and says, welcome to an Osborne Thanksgiving. And then walks upstairs and slams his bedroom door. And (laughs) Peter says, I'm sorry, Aunt May. It looked great. And he comes over to her by the, by the counter. And they sort of like lean against the counter together. And she leans over like her head on his, and then just there's a, they take a beat and then she goes, we didn't even get to say grace.
2: Oh, 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 <laughs> oh uh-huh. poor
0: Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> just really sad. Um, and then we go out to the street and uh, Peter comes out there and is looking for MJ and sees her sitting on the curb outside. Oh. And a, a, a chauffeur driven Bentley comes by and is like, basically like honking at her to get out of the way and she gives it the finger and then it goes around her um, and she's like she's like crying and so he comes over and gives her a hanky uh, and and he says I got a million of them Aunt May gives me a dozen every Christmas and so she laughs and takes it and it says she blows her nose honk she laughs harder then cries harder and, and then he sits next to her um, hmm. and she says I'm sorry I acted like that, but I couldn't stay in there. Being treated that way brings back bad stuff. I hate being thought of as if I'm not worth anything. Peter Mm -hmm. says, I understand. She goes, I know you do. You're poor Aunt May, but I can't go back in there. And he says, she'll be okay. She's tough. I've never seen Mr. Osborne act like that, though. I've never seen either of them act like that. And he says, but I know Harry really loves you. And she goes, sometimes I wonder why I ever went out with him in the first place, I guess, because he asked me. And then she goes, dumb black dress uh, to herself. (laughs) And Peter says, "Uh, you do look extremely beautiful in it. And she says, thank you. You look very handsome yourself tonight. And they look at each other and it's like they're going to share a moment. um, But instead, he just sort of like she she sort of like puts her arms around his shoulder and then like they kind of like look off together and that's it but then the camera angles up and Harry is looking out the window at them. Uh, and then uh, we cut to then we cut to the green goblin uh dang. and he actually he actually starts by saying this changes everything. And then says Spider-Man is all but invincible and then we and then we go then on from there. On but, on but, right. but, uh, huh. but yeah. So I actually, um, I, I would like to see that scene. Yeah. You know,
2: I, it's a series of like walks through the mud to great moments. So I have a, mm-hmm. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some good well, crunchy like, stuff in there, but. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but like you got to wade through the mire of like seeing. Because yeah, like that bit with like Aunt May, that's seeing. Peter and his aunt is kind of just, like, circumstantially observing this this drama around them, but they're a part of it. Like, yeah. they are a part of it. I, I I like the idea of him, like, then, like, actively going out and trying to actually be a part of it. But then in reality, it's, oh, the guy who was just crummy to you still loves you, I promise. And then it's just an immediate attachment to another dude. And it's just, ah... Oh. Uh, oh, there's some feminist sensibilities that are rustling my jimmies right now that I just can't get over. No, I mean, oh. you should listen to them. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. The jimmies are loud. It's fine. <laughs> I like. I like the idea of
1: some of these small moments happening, but I I feel like if on the day we shoot this scene, the one that ends up in the in the final film, and we have that moment of. I'm sorry Aunt May and shut the door. I think mm-hmm. anything after that with MJ in this scenario is just going to undercut her decision to leave cuz this is BS. Agreed. Like, I I I kind of wouldn't want to to take away from that beat uh in any way, even if it would be nice to have, you know, another tender moment between Peter and MJ or another nice moment between uh Peter and May. I think we're we're sort of hitting diminishing returns as we go. Even though the scenes are structured well i don't know mm-hmm. um how are I they? Do I mean, think yeah
0: i i i personally i i i i like both scenes i i don't i i guess i don't see it as her like going into the arms of another man, and as far as like him saying like oh but he still loves you like it, it's mm. it's it's his i mean we've talked a lot about how peter has been has been with MJ throughout this movie and and how he is constantly sort of downplaying himself around her. Yeah. Um, for like the betterment of whatever situation that he thinks he is. Oh, He's for in, sure. And then, it, and then in this particular moment, I think it, it feels to me more like he's kind of between a rock and a hard place where he doesn't want to throw his friend under the bus, even mm-hmm. though he did do, he did a bad thing and, and said a gross thing. Um, and, but he doesn't want to throw him under the bus and, but he also really cares about her. And I think there's just like a lot of kind of like mixed up emotions going on in that scene. And maybe it could have like just used another past to yeah. sort of, like, you know,
2: it's an extra bit of that line. It's you know he really loves you, but he should apologize. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's there's one little fix in there that really brings it around because it's so interesting. Mary Jane is a character over the years, and even over these uh, the the bulk of this. Uh, franchise with these three films, um, makes such a great transformation. And, and I agree, you know, like it's, it's very much so she leaves on a high note and anything else does kind of undercut a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. and do we need it for the sake of another Peter moment? I think we get there anyway. And so, yeah. like, it's a nice, it's a nice comic book moment. It's a nice mm-hmm. moment if you know, if if we were seeing this over a twelve issue arc, as compared to a, a shorter <laughs> film, yeah. right? You know, right. Um, and I think, and I think that's why
0: they ended up cutting the line of this changes everything because it's the it, it was going to be a um, a uh, uh, what is that? I, I'm losing pre lap. It was going to be a pre lap.
2: Ooh, um, good word. Oh, oh right.
0: Where they were, where they were going to be together on the curb and you would see harry looking out the window above them and you would hear the pre-lap of the green the the green goblin saying this changes everything
2: yeah uh, yeah
0: over that shot which jay cut yeah which yeah. would be pretty cool um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that I,
2: I, I like, like i really walks through the mud to that great moment that leads to that next big spark and like that's yeah. the spark but like uh there's some mud. yeah there's one
0: more, draft. One more draft. In there. yeah there's definitely some money there
2: i think another draft of that
0: scene like on yeah. the day i think could have really made that moment sing yeah um because i it really doesn't like all, like just cut out the bit where they almost kiss just have it be a friendship thing yeah. of of yeah. him comforting her <laughs> and like you know her just sort of like just sort of, like, you know, putting her arm around him in that sort of, like, way that you do with, with friends, you know, of, of yeah. the opposite sex, where you just oh, sort you know. of, like, have that sort of, like, brotherly, sisterly kind of support body thing. language with them, support system thing.
2: Yeah, Um yeah.
0: Like, I would have liked to have seen that, I think. Um
2: yeah, I mean, a lot of this film, and especially because it was being brought kind of like what we talked about on the last minute, um, with so much of this film being, since it was the first time any of this was happening, part of that is the huge romance, and subsequently, for the, at least these three films, the the love triangle mm-hmm. um, of right. Mary Jane, which of course is is... Interesting, because this film, as a result, actually, um, when it comes time for academia and feminist film theory, actually sets us back a couple of years because they only concentrate on the romance, which is a yeah. bummer because I like this movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I do, um, too.
1: And yeah, <laughs> Especially we, we have brought it up a few times that, that probably the, the trickiest bit in terms of uh, appreciation of Mary Jane in these films is the unfortunate third act uh damseling that happens in every single movie uh oh yeah it's just not not ideal but there's there's a lot of of pretty iconic um you know agency and relationship stuff happening with Mary Jane outside of that and and this this movie in particular being one that
2: oh this movie tries very hard which is something that again this is one of the reasons why like as a child and especially as like a girl who liked comic books you know this was the first time I was seeing a comic book lady on screen like this was this was the gal Um, you know I dyed dyed my hair red many years later you know I I love this (laughs) character Um, that was a subconscious thing I'm more of a hot girl fan Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but kind of, you know, what comes with that? You know, growing up and seeing, you know that that was my first. That was my first Wonder Woman. You know, yeah. that was, and I got to see her be an actress. I got to see her be an artist. You know, and do well and do badly. And I got to see her make her own decisions. And this scene, actually, again, like the reason why the the sniffing around and and the you know broomer and all that stuff really stuck with me is because she heard all of that and she still had the power to walk out of the scene. And Uh stay out. You know, this is not
1: acceptable. Yeah, this is
2: not acceptable. I don't need somebody to chase after me. And I think that that's what balances your damsel in distress stuff later. Because quite frankly, I even as a kid, I knew that that's why you go to see that movie. You know, like, and that's (laughs) that's fine because we've all baby steps. We've all grown up since then. Now that we have a Wonder Woman movie, and so like, there there are times and places for that with different stories. And I think that the the romance of peter parker and mary jane is incredibly important and especially for so many people who did experience that whole like oh there's somebody else who i really like in that high school kind of setting this really does do a great job of telling that and telling it in a way where it doesn't make you feel for the lady and like yeah. that's yeah <laughs> for the for like again for the first one that's really great that's really great <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. That.
1: absolutely
2: Um, Indeed, you can't say that about some of the modern superhero films that are made (laughs) nowadays, and so like that's saying something in its own right. Is that you know you're you're hitting on some right notes at a time where it was very easy to make other choices, and I'm glad that they decided ultimately to make the smarter choices that like Mm -hmm. for female comic book fans were able to go beyond and think, well, this time I was the other one swinging on the web. Maybe next time I could have my own movie, and that's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah, yeah no
0: I mean I, I we've talked about it a lot but I I I've always said again outside of the damseling thing which is which is just you know a, a sign of the times and they hadn't made many of these and and they just they're like yeah no and then this girlfriend gets kidnapped and he has to go save her yeah um uh, yeah. and <laughs> it's 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 unfortunate that they didn't realize they were just literally repeating themselves uh 3 times in a row um but <laughs> outside of just that I think that what what I like so much about Mary Jane and about their use of Mary Jane is that she's always the one who makes the move. Like, it's never a thing where it's like, oh, Peter, he, he's, he's so romantic. He sweeps her off her feet and he just, he just lays one on her and it's great. No, it's always her who yeah. does it's the It's always kissing.
2: her choice. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: always her, her choice. The, the romance between the two of them is always her choice. It's her choice to kiss Spider-Man. It's her choice to kiss Peter at the end. It's her choice to run away from her fiance and, and get back with Peter, yep. like in Spider-Man 2 it's always her choice and i that really and it's and it's her choice to maybe not be with peter anymore at yeah. the end of spider-man 3 it's always her choice and that is really impressive mm-hmm. for th- a, a franchise that was coming out in the early 2000s that was basically unheard of
2: oh absolutely and again like that's uh, yeah it's in this woman wasn't even somebody with powers and that's incredible to me, you know, like they were really, really busting down. And, you know, of course a lot of this has to do with the fact that, um, you know, a lot of the directorial influence that would go into these films comes from people who like making television shows about ladies. Uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) Xena was kind of a thing. Um, (laughs) but you know, that's kind of, it is that like, there's, there's so much of that influence that you don't even recognize it's there until you see almost what's been taken away. Which kind of like going back to those two scenes, like I had an immediate reaction to that. Whereas that was a scene that you really liked, but that's kind of the dichotomy of superhero movies now, because we have so many, many, you can see those two different sides. But back when you only had the one, it was really interesting that they, they really did take a different choice, whether you think it's stronger or not. It very much. So it was a different choice than I think was expected. And it really paid off in this minute.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks so much for
1: joining us.
2: Thank you guys for having me oh, yet absolutely. again. I'm sorry. I hope it wasn't too much of a bummer. Oh, no. just <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's a bummerish minute, and we, we got some really cool conversation out of it. So thank you so cool. much. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Ah. absolutely
1: so one more time
0: where can people find you on the internet
2: oh my goodness people can find me at profoundly gross it has to do with my last name not the stuff I do I promise <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's on Twitter Instagram on um, most social media and uh, if you're also just looking to hear my weird voice and other stuff <laughs> um, you can look to the 1986 cast which is a another podcast that I do about geek culture's most important year we're about mm-hmm. to release our final episode, the Star Wars episode. Yeah, it's great. There was no Star Wars in 1986. Do you want to know why? You should listen. Um, but uh, you can also find, if you like my weird, dumb voice, you can find my weird, dumb face on the web series Drunk Hawkman, where I play uh, where I play uh, Shy, who is a reincarnated lover of an ancient Egyptian prince, just trying to make it through the day because he's kind of... No, and it's fine. But, um, these are terrible pitches. Please watch the shows anyway. Watch, <laughs> listen, subscribe. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Well done. I all, love right. It. <laughs> all right. Very Well, cool. thank
2: you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. This is so much fun. Yeah, awesome. thank you.
1: A blast. Uh,
0: and we will, uh, we will talk to you all on Monday with a new episode. In the meantime, uh, it's it's going to be this this weekend. We're going to have another weekend bugle out on our Patreon feed. So go to DuelingGenre.com slash support and hear... Zach and I talk about just whatever Spider-Man thing that we end up talking about this weekend. Uh, You know, we've talked about video games, comics, animated series. At some point, we're gonna have to talk about that seventies uh, TV show. <laughs> yeah. to do
2: happen. it, do it! That's I want to read it. that. Do it.
0: <laughs> um, so, so go, go check that out. And uh, you know, if you want to hear us talk about more Spider-Man, duelinggenre.com slash support helps us keep the lights on, helps us keep uh, you know paying the bills and and keeping this whole ship running. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.